everyone. It's been a couple weeks, but we are back. Afterbirth on Rebirth. Nova and myself tap. And, well, we've been away due to life and illness and work and Lord knows what else. But we're back. Yeah, we are. And, and we're here to discuss some rebirth with you all because we've we've been missing out too so yeah and we've you know we've also sort of taken off time to restructure from the ground up uh we're still talking yes. about rebirth but i mean we're just gonna sort of handpick the titles just because there's really is so many and we never really get to actually talk about them we just sort of say hey this was good but that's about it because we know we have a dozen other books we need to talk about without spending hours upon end. Um, so we're going to choose a select few that I'm pretty sure most people are reading and that we enjoy talking about and reading as, as well. So um, this week we're going to talk about, I think it's six or seven books. Either way. Uh, seven. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's, uh, let's dive in. I guess it uh, doesn't matter where we start. No. Um, where, where would you like to start, sir? I'd like to. I know we we're changing some things in the show, but let's keep. I'd like to keep one constant, and that is talking about Aquaman first whenever it comes out. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. Aquaman got, eleven. Yep. The the I'm probably butchering. This is kind of a weird word. The deluge. 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 Oh, it's French. Okay. Yeah, I was like, come on, you're Canadian. The How deluge know prelude. That's the issue. <laughs> <laughs> That's the issue we've got here. Obviously, Dan Abnett's still writing. And Philip Briona's artwork, just incredible stuff. It's a very pretty book. And it basically follows up on the Shaggy Man. Wait, is it Shaggy Man? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, um, Shaggy Man. Beat the snot out of uh, our good friend Arthur Curry. And Arthur Curry beat the snot back out of him. And then left him in space. Yes. <laughs> With space. his Justice League card. Yeah. Smart move. But well, it's going to be interesting to see if that comes back to bite him in the butt later. Yeah. I mean, this is like this is spinning into a really epic storyline here. And I'm wondering how long it's going to go on. I mean, if you think about it, if this is a huge storyline like this and it sells well, it might be an omnibus someday. Something to look forward to. Just going to put that out there. Since uh, we are all those people at DC listening right now, yeah, hey, uh, we 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 wouldn't mind an omnibus. Yeah, if Dan Abnett goes like thirty, forty, fifty issues, I mean, why not? But yeah, this is uh, continuing from there, and Mara's out of that um, widow not, womanhood. Not, I don't know what thing. it's called. I don't remember what it's Sisters called. of the Traveling Pants Club, <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, yeah, she's she's there to see Arthur. Nice little touching moment, I thought. It's just sort of I like um I really like Arthur's face. He looks really his eyes it, are it, really swollen. It almost looked like two face. Yeah, it had a two face vibe. It did. It it very much had a two face vibe to it. But he must heal really, really, really quickly because he has the two face vibe going on for a handful of pages yeah and then all of a sudden he's perfectly fine again yeah so i mean i know he has like some accelerated you know atlantean type healing thing but this is just that's next this level is crazy right there. that's wolverine style 
but yeah there's sort of basically what's going on is there, like she escaped the widowhood or whatever it's called and now there's sort of this whole atlantean oh can she marry him uh, he says yeah I'll, you know i love you i choose who i marry um but it'll be interesting to see what happens with that as well i wouldn't be surprised if um you know they wound up having to elope there's a yeah there's <laughs> go to vegas they go to vegas get toe in there uh <laughs> just in the background that would be awesome so there's the part where you know they're kind of making up and whatnot and then all of a sudden you have the justice league that bursts into the room now from previous issues we know that aquaman feels very what's the word i'm looking for like he doesn't doesn't belong. live yeah, he doesn't belong to the Justice in yeah. the Justice League. And so he's all there thinking that they're going to arrest him, especially because of the battles that he's had with Superman yeah. um, over the last few issues. And they're basically saying, no, no, you know, we're, we're a team. We believe you, blah, blah, blah. But I'm still just kind of a little bit thrown off by this because they, they don't say anything about Superman. Yeah. Like, this is old worlds like Superman, you know, and the rest of these yeah. are new 52 characters. And there's like some stories are hinting at, they don't trust Superman. And then there's other stories where they're trying to build the trust. And then there's other stories where it's like, it's the same Superman. It's always been with them, yeah. you know? So I guess I'm just, I'm a little thrown off by that, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm not the, sure what's going on in the world of Superman. Yeah. At the end of the day, it'll just come to the point where everyone's cool with it. But, um, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. It's just sort of all over the place. It is, and it's weird. And maybe some people don't realize it, because maybe they don't read every Rebirth yep. title that comes out like we do. So, with the exception of Harley Quinn. So, <laughs> like, I don't know yeah. if, if uh, you know, maybe that's why, because it doesn't impact as many people. I, I don't know. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> another thing I noticed... Batman the jerk didn't bother to show up. Yeah, Batman's not there. Where's he at? He's like, oh, Superman's going? No, it's okay, guys. Thanks for the invite, but it's fine. I'll just stay at home. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. I'm going to stay at home in my bat cave and mope. With my my butler. Um, Yes. But, uh, yeah, they had this whole news thing, and they're just basically hinting at that everyone's sort of turning around to aquaman and thanking him like signs aquaman hero god bless aquaman stuff like that so it's just sort of um you know they're they're shedding a good light on aquaman in terms of the earth but uh this doesn't last very long not at all because then you still got black manta and nemo um trying to cause some civil unrest so to speak now and um they succeed in this issue i think like i understand that nemo is supposedly this huge secret underwater illuminati based yeah underwater based illuminati which is really uh, strange but to summon what they did at the end of this issue to attack the earth is like how do you keep all of that a secret that's a lot of stuff to keep a secret like where would you even hide it i mean aquaman i'm sure has you know folks going all over the place they i don't know it's pretty wild 
I don't know, but I do trust Dan Abnett. Yes, he has not let us down. So I trust that in future, because you know what, people, there's going to be spoilers. By the time this is dropped, the issues are out. If you're reading them, you've probably already read it. If you're listening to this and you haven't read it, well, then you're probably not really reading these titles anyway. So, um, yeah, I mean, how does he... And they're all screaming, like, in the name of Atlantis, the deluge situation. I mean, I don't know. He's got a... Basically, what they did is they made it appear as if Atlantis is attacking the surface world. Right. And they are causing uh, World War Three, I guess you could say. Yep. Um, and as we all know, Aquaman's been fighting this whole time to keep the peace and say, no, like, we're being set up and I'm really the good guy here. And the Justice League finally believes him. And now all of a sudden... Black Manta, I mean, he's he's got this pretty well thought out. And also, he hasn't been the leader of Nemo for very long. Yeah. And yet, he's already got this all, like, organized yeah, and set up. He's learned a lot about their resources very, very, very quickly. And it's, yeah, I mean, he, he's been moving fast. Maybe he doesn't sleep. It's possible. I mean, another thing, if Aquaman just stayed in the hospital injured a little longer he would have had an alibi but now unless he's but got because he camera heals footage, like wolverine yeah, yeah unless he's got he's... Cat- camera footage all over atlantis to show them hey guys we we're all here uh yeah this is not gonna go well well the one thing that i will say that he has backing on is um i don't remember the character's name but he has the royal navy woman that's down there in atlantis with him tula tula yeah so oh no the oh yeah i know who you're talking about the yeah the, the girl from lady. the royal yeah from the royal navy or right, whatever right, that like yeah. knows about nemo yeah she's down there with him and yeah. she's a surface dweller so she can i mean i don't know how much cred she holds with everyone up yeah. on the surface yeah, world the, but the entire world but you know you've you've got a little bit a little bit of help there yeah it'll be cool and, to see where it goes Oh, for sure. And also, you know, is Justice League still on his side? Like, yep. prior to this, they believed him, and now, you know, do they, do they not? Does Shaggy yep. Man show up in Watchtower? Oh, shit. Mm, yeah, we don't know. Oh, man. But yeah, the artwork was fantastic. Just really detailed, really well. Some of the, you know, Aquaman's bruised face was kind of bad, but I guess that's the point, since it's yeah. beat to a pulp. But yeah, I really liked it. It was a great issue, as always. Aquaman is a really solid title. Yeah, Jeff Johns brought him back in New 52, and Dan Abnett is continuing the yeah. the awesomeness that Jeff Johns was able to create and he make is, Aquaman a well-respected character yeah. again. He is carrying the underwater torch. And not only that, but they're making Mara kind of like her own badass chickens. Yep. You know what I mean? So. Yep. They're, he's doing such an amazing job with it. I really like what, what he's doing. Absolutely. I am a fan. Okay. So, do we want to discuss... Do we want to discuss the issue, like the series that we always like, like, we don't really like it, but we have to keep reading it to see if it gets any better? Yeah. So... 
going into this, Justice League number nine, um, with Brian Hitch uh, still writing. And, uh, <laughs> you almost sound like it would have been different. <laughs> I think it would have been if yeah. after that first arc, if someone else took over. However, that being said, while I'm still not a hundred percent on board with with Justice League, like it's not on a pull list of mine yep. by any means, I will say it is getting better. Yeah, I thought this issue went from you know piss poor as it's been to coasting on mediocre. You know, like it's it's yes. not it's not great. Um, it's barely good but it wasn't unbearable it wasn't like there was no point where i was saying what this is ridiculous but at the same time i wasn't sort of you know oh my lord this is amazing yeah like there's so basically this i guess the arc is this one guy jesse jones i think is his name just sort of hacked everything which is pretty wild yes he hacked Green Lantern's ring. I didn't know that was possible. But he did it. Um, he hacked the Watchtower. I think he hacked Cyborg as well. This yeah, is insane. Yeah, somehow he was hacking Cyborg. Well, hacking Cyborg... That's a mother box. Makes, yeah, but hacking Cyborg makes more sense than hacking a Green Lantern yeah, ring. So, I mean, if you're able to, so, I mean, if you're able to hack a Green Lantern ring, you better be able to hack Cyborg. Yeah, it was a bit it was a bit weird. Um but it's basically the whole issue is just them sort of fighting holding off Simon Baz as he goes out of control. Well, it's not even Simon Baz. Like, he's just kind of like dangling his, his like, ring, rah, I guess. Rah, yeah. yeah, but his ring is going yeah. ape. Um and one thing that I thought was really weird. Sorry, we're going to be probably jumping around here was how they handled that. They just all sort of said we're going to like make you feel make the ring feel like you're gonna die so it'll reboot yeah i didn't understand that doesn't that. make sense to me because that would have that's never happened in green lantern history like blackest night no ring ever rebooted or anything like that's just weird yeah i don't i don't get that i mean i guess i kind of see where the i i mean it's fiction so you can make up whatever the hell you want but you know, reading all this Green Lantern, it just seems sort of random to suddenly bring this up after 75 years. Yeah, it was... Or 50 years, whatever it is at this point. It was it was different. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> aside from that... Yeah. The art was really good. Was, I enjoyed the art a lot. And a lot of, like, these crazy constructs that his ring was... Yeah, they were you know, neat making on his own were were pretty cool looking they were sort of like monsters and you know whatnot they, yeah. they were pretty cool looking i i did enjoy that yeah um batman's just doing some detective work yeah and batman decided not to hang out with the justice yeah, league i mean again. what, what would he have done <laughs> he's just he's doing his own thing now he's gonna quit soon and they'll take booster gold and yeah, oh, and Cyborg rebooted himself with, uh, I guess, just taking some wiring out of the, whatever it is, to, like the street lamp, and just sort of shoving it into his brain, right into the yeah. forehead, and that rebooted his systems. Um, why don't not? try that at home, folks. I I don't know if that'll work yeah. for you. <laughs> I mean, you don't can, like walk around and try like do it to your laptop yeah, or your you can, iPhone or anything yeah, either. Don't don't go like taping a fork to your laptop and then 
trying to poke <laughs> it into the socket. It worked for Cyborg. <laughs> uh. Yeah, the same way don't try running up a building when trying to escape something like uh, Barry Allen did. Which yeah, is weird no. as well. He did like a backflip off the top of the building. It just sort of got back on the building and started whatever. Um, well, when you run cool. that fast, you do what you want. I guess so, yeah. He probably just spun his arms really fast to push himself back to the building. Yeah, he did something. He just did his cool flash thing. But yeah, I mean, it's, um, I wasn't as disgusted by it. No, so we'll see where no, it goes. It's, pi- it's picking up. Some, like you said, some things didn't make sense. But it's it's definitely picking up compared to uh what it was that's yeah. that's for damn sure now once again though i have to say with cohesiveness <laughs> between all their like i don't know like am i just supposed to assume that each book is kind of their own universe so to speak you know what i mean like it, it's almost how it feels yeah. it doesn't feel like a lot of these books are really blending together it honestly feels, and I, it, not necessarily. A, I think in it's a bad more way, so Justice League than any other book. Correct, that is the primary culprit. But I mean, yeah, no, it's it's sort of the continuity is very loose, and I mean, it's my it's, it's kind of minor things, but they are noticeable if you're reading, you know, more than one title. Yeah, for instance, like I don't know. Like maybe I don't remember from a previous issue, but did, where's Superman in all this? Yeah, I don't remember what happened to him last issue. I know, like Jessica quit. That's that's yeah, where remember, she's been. I remember Jessica quitting, which is odd because she's still in the Green Lanterns book as a very yeah. profound figure. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. But I remember I remember Superman going to like the center of the earth, but didn't he come back from that? Yeah. That's I what I thought. I don't See, remember. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember what happened. I don't know. If anybody remembers, because I'm not going to go back and reread earlier yeah. issues. It's just not going to happen. So if anybody remembers, yeah. please let us know. Who knows? Maybe next issue they'll be like, oh, Superman, you're back from your uh, spa trip. You're back from your nappy nap. Yeah. How was your uh, massage? And then Aquaman will sort of nudge him. So it was like a special massage from a... Is it a masseuse? That, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> masseuse. Massage therapist <laughs> is the is the proper term. Yeah. For, for those that don't know, go back and listen to Fork Found Movie Reviews. And you will uh, you'll hear all about yeah. that. Right along with some other amazing stories. Absolutely. But anyway, um, yeah, let's... Something, yeah, so you have something Palmer hanging out in his basement that apparently is the guilty party yeah. um, of hacking all these Guy things. Guy on a laptop. So, so the way that this ends is 95% of the Justice League uh appearing at this guy's house and this little boy answers his phone, or answers the door... And it's just Batman and the Justice League standing there going, is your dad in? Like, what would you do if you were that little boy? Would you be like, holy shit, like, this is amazing. I'd I'd be so awestruck, I wouldn't even know what to... I'd be like, where's Superman? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, offended (laughs) Superman. Why didn't Superman come? 
Is my dad not not a big enough threat for Superman? Hey, where's that where's that girl Green Lantern? Where's she at? <laughs> where's she been lately? I mean, Wonder Woman, you're fine, but you know, <laughs> you know Jessica Cruz. Yeah. Okay. And then I and then I like too how you have I just realized this you have Cyborg in the back, just like, like basically holding a gun up in the air. Yeah, he like turned his, his arm massive, into a gun. <laughs> his like arm laser cannon. cannon. And he's like, kid. it's like a little kid. He's like, oh yeah. shit. He's expecting um, some massive threat. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. I just realized that. <laughs> no, just cleaning it, guys. Just cleaning it. Don't worry. Don't mind me. Yeah. Oh, I just funny. realized looking at it, like, Batman's suit is ridiculously tight. I, You know, you never really notice it, but that just looks... He's beyond Ripley. Oh, my God. How do you he's even... got an eight-pack, and uh, his legs, man, he's like he's got some bodybuilder yeah. legs. Look at those muscles. What does he... How does he walk? I feel like there's just muscles rubbing each other the whole time. I think that suit's like sprayed on. I think that's a like a spray paint suit. It's his morning routine. Yeah, he just goes and like stands in a. He has a spray a, booth. He you know like he a, tan, a big spray booth, a, a bat booth, <laughs> a bat tan booth. That's what it's called. Yeah, and yeah. then he just puts on the cowl with the cape over yeah. it. Sometimes it'll smudge the, uh, it'll smudge the back paint a little, so he has to go back in and reapply it. It looks like all their suits are actually pretty tight. Yeah. It looks like Neil Edwards was the was the penciler on this. I think yeah. maybe he just liked drawing muscles upon muscles. Yeah. Not that it's bad art. It's not no, by it's any just, means. You know, it's, it's I, I'm sure it's, I just haven't even noticed it. It's just very yeah, prominent because he's little things that you notice because they're posing. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Interesting. Um. What so yeah, shall we bottom do? line on this, I'm interested to see where it goes. Yeah. I'm, um, yeah. It is picking up. I'm not hating it nearly as much as I uh, once did. Let's hope that doesn't change with issue number 10. Fingers crossed. But um, how about, since we mentioned Cyborg earlier. All right, let's do it. Let's get the awkwardness out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> the awkwardness, issue number five. Okay, so once again, just like issue number four with Aquaman, was the cover yeah. was kind of uh, what's the misleading. word I'm looking for? Misleading. Yes, it was very misleading. Um, issue five is also yes. very misleading cover. Like you see Absolutely. that cover, and you go, "Oh, yeah. what in the world is this?" I mean, it's a badass cover. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but it is misleading compared to maybe they're just like foretelling like maybe the covers are just like giving you hints of yeah. what's to come i yeah. don't know either way um um i've you know i've been digging the series so far and this wasn't writing wise this wasn't a terrible issue but i had some art issues art problems well there was two artists yeah. on this yeah um so you had the first artist who first half was really decent. well done um, I think it was um, Alan Jefferson. Yeah, um, did the first half, and the art looked awesome. Yeah. Uh, it was a, it was a, you know, looked like a normal yeah book. I yeah. mean, it was it was fine. It looked good. It it matched well with what's happening. Yeah. and things, 
And then ha- literally halfway through the book, it turned it into switches weird... to Derek Donovan, and the his art style is it's so I don't even know how to yeah, explain it. It's like a Saturday morning cartoon. It's like cell shaded, and I I don't know. It's it's so weird too because it's literally there's one page where they're talking and it's jefferson and then the uh, just the next Such page a drastic all of a sudden the, the art is completely different yeah and the way he does cyborg's head it is thin the way he it does all narrow. the heads everybody's head is like that it just looks weirder on cyborg because he's got this you got you the know, half metal my, yeah he's, yeah he's got the cyborgy face either way that sort of turned me off Oh, it definitely turned me off. Very, like, bold outlines. Yeah. And it's just very, very, very cartoony. I mean, I usually don't mind... I mean, I'm not a big fan of it, but if the art of the second artist is similar to the one, the first one, it's acceptable. But this was, like, night and day. It was... and it's halfway through the book. Like I, I honestly thought that there was a screw up, and I was reading something different. Yeah, I mean the story was still cohesive, but I was just very, very confused. You know what? I'm gonna Google this and see if it says why this happened. Yeah. In the meantime, I'll just uh, sort of slowly talk about what happened. Um, it was kind of a, you know, Cy- Cyborg is just catching up with this uh, blind gentleman whose name I forgot. Um, let me just see if I can find it real quick. If not, uh, Blue, Blue, the jazz, the jazz, blind jazz player. And they're sort of just walking down the streets of, uh, of Det- Detroit. And it's, I thought it was kind of cool how he's showing him, you know, the, the side of things that Cyborg doesn't see, even though he can. Uh, he just analyzes everything and just doesn't, you know, doesn't fully live, I guess you could say. But, um, yeah, there were there were quite a few nice little snippets here, like, a, you know, a prostitute on the corner that turned out to be an undercover cop. And, you know, these, these like, thugs that wouldn't do anything to the blind man just because they've, you know, he's known them since they were kids. And, um, yeah, and, I mean, just great stuff like that. There's a... Uh, there's a pretty funny scene with a couple cops that sort of just stop by and they say, okay, so all right, what happened is Blue basically helped, uh, he didn't help, but he stopped this kid who was running really fast. And I mean, it looked like he was a, you know, a little robber guy, but these cops show up and, and they're like, oh yeah, have you seen a guy running by here? He's wanted for a string of uh, B&E robberies. We need to talk to him. And Blue's like, oh, I'm blind. I didn't see anyone. And they go up to Cyborg, who's wearing a hoodie. So they don't know it's Cyborg. And they're like, oh, did you see him? What if I don't believe you? What if you're covering or hiding? And Cyborg's just sort of playing it off like he really didn't see anyone. And it's this, like, this white cop who's just like, matter of fact, what if I think you're reaching for my gun and I need to do something about it? And he just pulls off his hood and shows the cop that it's Cyborg. It was just such a great moment. Uh, and yeah, the the cops obviously book it after that. Um, but in between all this stuff, there's quite a bit going on with uh, Cyborg's dad, Dr. Silas. Um, 
I mean, it's pretty, you know, we got this whole cyborg that took over as his dad thing, um, which is still going on, uh, which, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd like to, I mean, hopefully we see more of it. It had little bits and pieces here, but uh, anyway, jumps back and forth between that and Cyborg. Cyborg goes to this, like, I don't even know what to call it, this place where it's a, it's a disability center. That's what it's called. Um, and yeah, just sort of everyone's telling him how they think he's a hero, how even though he's disabled with this whole cyborg body and he keeps going and he's an inspiration to them. And, uh, I think it's really good because cyborg, you know, we've seen him in teen Titans and now justice league, but we've never gotten this sort of side of him where he himself as a single character can inspire people and, um, just be more than a guy on a team. So that's one of the main things I've been really enjoying about this book is sort of getting to dive into this character and make him out to be more than just a a figure on a team. Tap any luck? No, man, I cannot find anything about this. Like even the people that wrote reviews on the book aren't even aren't even mentioning it. Yeah, maybe, I don't know, it might have just been... Like, oh wait, hang on, one person did mention this, let's see what they say here. Um, they say that the two styles are completely different and they don't work very well. Yep. But that's it, but that's it, that's all they really say, is that there's two completely different styles and they don't, they don't work well. Um, but that's it. Nobody even mentions it, like, hey, this is really random and weird. Yeah. I mean, it's happened before. Maybe one guy couldn't finish in time, or maybe he got sick or something. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know, but it's... Uh, well, I know Derek Donovan did Cyborg previously before Rebirth. Um, he was an artist on Cyborg, but... Yeah, I don't know. I'm, the art just threw me off. I really <laughs> yeah. like the story of Cyborg a lot, and I like what's happening. It is, you know, very much a modern-day Frankenstein yep. kind of take. Um, so I really like the story. Um, it just kind of stinks that for me, I'm not a fan of the second half of the art. So it did yeah. definitely kind of detract from the book. And it's, it's really unfortunate that it did that, but it makes mm-hmm. me want to check the information on the next issue to see if it's not going to be the same kind of deal. Yeah. I'm wondering who the artist is going to be on, uh, issue six but yeah they rush this woman who's like an fbi agent in and they basically make her a you know female cyborg a female cyborg who i guess is gonna be i don't know if this is her name but it says next issue enter the variant i don't know if that'll be her name it can't be I female cyborg because... why not what's wrong with female <laughs> cyborg <laughs> it'll be cyborg as well so they won't know who they're talking to when they say cyborg but yeah, it's um yeah, aside from the art, I mean, if you're reading it, I'm sure you enjoyed it, but if you're not, you should check it out, give it a chance. Yeah, art give aside, this cyborg I I've never been that big of a cyborg fan. Like I've never disliked him, but I've never been like, "Oh, I really want to read a cyborg solo yeah. series." And this rebirth, um I gave it a chance, and I'm glad. I actually looked forward to reading Cyborg. Yeah. 
um you know every every week it's a really a, a well very well written um semper's doing a phenomenal yeah. job on the writing i mean it made the cut for our rebirth uh podcast so you know yeah, it's worth the time we're we're being a little picky now because yeah. well there's so many books now that we just it's hard to do them all yeah. so we're doing the ones that we enjoy the most speaking of actually now we're starting to get into the meat and potatoes oh yeah the 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 good stuff um, yes sir we can let's do let's do it by the numbers we'll go nine so let's do let's do nightwing I'm all right feeling nightwing nightwing number nine uh first of all let me just preface this with i love tim seeley um <laughs> do you yeah man yeah not as much as joshua williamson of course i mean that wasn't even a question but I do love Tim Seeley. Well, he did Hack Slash, and he's done a bunch of other stuff that I really enjoy. Yeah. Um. So I am a fan of his writing, and Nightwing has been such a breath of fresh air for me. Um, when this book first came out, it was just so cool, and he introduced Raptor, and you're like, I love him, I hate him, I love him, I hate him. Like, it's just, he takes you on a roller coaster yeah. ride, and it's just so much fun. This was kind of a, a one-shot kind of deal yeah it definitely did feel like a filler uh one shot didn't really progress yeah. any storylines or anything a little character build sort of again trying to build super the old superman into this new universe correct um as they sort of talk about how different dick grayson was in uh before beforehand in the in the old universe and how similar they are um and you know dick dick sort of He's having nightmares. He's not. He's not having good sleeps anymore. Not getting his eight hours. No, and he still looks like a young boy. A young. You ever notice that? Like, he still looks so young. Yeah. Like he hasn't aged a day. He yeah. He's got the whole, you know, tween girl vampire look going for him. (laughs) He's got that thing going for him. So if Nightwing doesn't work out. He can always act in the uh, DC Twilight films. Yep, you know there's, those are going to happen at some point. Now there's. Did you find it creepy that Superman was flying outside of his window when he woke creepy. up from a nightmare? He's got like because I was like, oh, is this part of the nightmare? No, Superman is really flying and outside he's like, of his window. He's not waving or anything. He's just sort of there with like the rain hitting him. He's got like a neutral face on, sort of like he's been there staring a while. Yeah, like, it is pouring rain outside. We need to talk. And he's, yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. Because at first I thought, like, this is just part of the nightmare. Because that's kind of what it leads you to believe. Yeah. Um, and, and the so cover. Like, oh, it's just, yeah, you know. No, no, that's that's really Superman. Yeah. He's been watching you, Dick. Sorry, man. But um, <laughs> there's so many jokes right there that I'm not gonna go into. Well, there was there was actually a, something. I'm, maybe I'm just like really perverted or something. But I'm gonna try and find it. There was something really that Superman said that was borderline, um, borderline inappropriate. Or again, maybe it's just my mind. But yeah, they go into this dreamscape thing. While I'm looking for it, I guess we can just um, talk about what it is that happened to get rid of this Doctor Destiny guy, mm-hmm. who. It looks like a rotting Skeletor. 
It looks pretty cool, though. I like the design. Oh, yeah. Well, and there's two different versions. There's the old world version, yeah. and then there's this new New 52 universe version. Yeah. Whereas the old school version is very much like a classic Skeletor-looking character. Yeah, yeah. Um, with a little bit of Taskmaster, I felt like, design yes. in there. yeah. And then this new one is very demented and peeling and yeah um but yeah they they sort of go through these this dream world and just do a bunch of crazy stuff i guess i didn't really realize it but um okay just really quick again interject myself i found it i found the piece of dialogue so they're fighting dr destiny in the dr destiny in the cemetery and superman's like dick i can't pull you out you have to come <laughs> back and uh, like it makes sense in the story because he's weakened by kryptonite or something but yes i just i mean come on come on anyway yeah yeah they're going through all these dreams to get rid of this dr destiny gentleman and it's sort of like i guess he's gonna move to bloodhaven at this point yeah spoilers yeah. at the end sorry guys he, uh well, okay. So first of all, going we're gonna jump around. Yeah. Um, going back to the beginning, <laughs> did I miss something? How does Superman know that Dick's been having nightmares? Yeah, it's really weird. Like, did I miss something? No, I don't. I don't think so. It okay. Because just... like all of a sudden he's out at his window, and then he takes him to the Fortress of Frickin' Solitude. Yeah. He's like, trust and, me. Just trust yeah. me. Yeah. Just trust me. Put on this helmet of dreams and go to go back oh, to sleep with this helmet on. I'm going to enter your dreams with you. Now, I know it sounds like I'm making fun of the writing. I'm really not. It's just kind of funny yeah. when you look at it from a different perspective. Um, and <laughs> I, I did giggle at one part where superman at the beginning there he's like you know one of the signatures is in argus and the other signature is right here <laughs> and he like taps him on the head i mean you can like the way i just imagine it's being like creepy i just imagine like right here boop <laughs> <laughs> just like that's all i can just pick like the sound yeah. effect it was kind of funny yeah um but yeah how does superman know that he's having these i nightmares? guess it was that that thing in his brain I guess. I don't know. Um, so then Superman's telling him that I'm going to enter the dreamscape with you. And they put on these Ant-Man type helmets. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden they're they're in La La Land. Yeah. And they're just sort of going through all these dreams and... Crazy dreams. Fighting these cool looking robot samurai warrior kind of things. But uh, yeah, I mean that was... It was sort of just, I don't even know, they're getting rid of these nightmares and just sort of leading to uh, to Bloodhaven. There's a nice little touching moment with Tim where he shows up and like they turn the tide. Because they were all going down and he just needed like, you know, Dick, Dick Grayson just needed that last push. And it was none other than Tim, our uh, dearly departed Robin. Well. In quotation marks nobody else knows well and, and what is going on with that when are we going to get an update on that side of the story i feel yeah. like they just left us hanging for the last month month and a half if, two months something like that if it has something to do with watchmen it might be a while they might be just milking it a little bit 
Yeah, well, I'm curious, damn it, what's going on? Yeah. I need to know. They also brought back the old Superman in this issue. Yeah, the new 52 Superman. Yeah. And I like that you could re- easily tell them apart yeah. by their costumes, You had that too. armored costume. I, yeah, I did enjoy that you could, you know, easily tell them apart. Yeah. But yeah, it was just sort of like, you know, uh, that was basically it. Just Dick Grayson showing off how many friends he has. Yeah, especially at the end. Yep. Good lord. Dick Grayson's a popular fellow. Yep. And then they just sort of take down Cobra. That's what it looks like, sort of. Do they just, like, barge in there, or was it still part of the dream? I don't even know. Yeah, that I don't know. I'm. They don't really... I don't think I guess really it was No, I guess it wasn't cuz he says at the end with when he's talking to Batman, can we just sort of drop by Bloodhaven? I want to take a look. Oh yeah, he's going to check out some real estate. Yep. Oh, and thank you Tim Seeley for doing this, but they actually acknowledged the animosity between and the oh, awkwardness yeah. between Batman and Superman in this. Yep. So thank you, Tim Seeley, for trying to keep things coherent. And and a Nightwing book between Batman and Superman. Like, it's greatly appreciated. Yeah. I like it. I was like, huh, thank you, Superman. Yep. And then Superman's like, that was almost an acknowledgement. Or no, Nightwing said that. And he goes, oh, I got the Nightwing bump. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Nightwing is like, that's what's great about Nightwing is he's sort of like this, everyone's pals with him. You know, everyone, no one really dislikes dick grayson all that much it'll be interesting to see if uh nightwing yeah he's got to be going to bloodhaven now because i guess i didn't read a lot of new 52 nightwing did he He never he was he not uh, no i think in uh, yeah no he wasn't i don't think he was in new 52 i think he moved somewhere but it wasn't bloodhaven i don't know okay if that is the case then tim seeley Man, number one, aside from bringing him back in the blue and black rather than the red and black. So not only did you bring a new 52 Nightwing, but you brought him back to the original costume. And you're taking him back to Bloodhaven. It's like you're taking this new 52 Nightwing and you're molding him into the Nightwing that we all know and love. And for that, sir hats off we we thank you absolutely because i think that's what a lot of people had been missing yeah him being in gotham sort of defeats the purpose of him doing his own thing and being nightwing yes sir all right so i don't i don't know what to talk about next because these last three everything's 11 let's turn it up to 11 why don't you choose the next one all right we're going to turn this up to 11 with the Green Lanterns. Ooh, that's Boom. what I had open. What are the chances? Boom! What? Our minds are in sync. Oh my god, what a great issue. It is. And that cover is uh, just gorgeous. Who did the cover? There's no signature, which yeah. is weird. Oh, no, there is. Um, looks like Robson. Interesting. It's, uh... But yeah, it's, uh... Super, super cool. I mean, the whole issue had good, just fantastic art. I think it was, uh, I don't want to butcher the name of the person who did it since I don't know who it is right off the top of Ed Roca, I think. But anyway, um, so we got this uh, guy, I forgot his name, but we've got this sort of, 
Oh my this god! Loser. I just had his name on the tip of my tongue. Frank uh, Trapinski or Lipinski, yeah, something Leminski. Like that. Frank yeah. Leminski, and he's got the Phantom Ring. He's yep. he's rocking the uh, parallax outfit. It looks like too. Did you ever you know the the Hal Jordan mm-hmm. parallax outfit? But he's got his Phantom Ring. He's being a Green Lantern. Um, he's. Yeah, he's and they go into his backstory too, and they really talk yeah. about who he was and yeah. and what he was and how he's all excited to be a role model and to start saving people and yeah. you know this that and the other. But the bottom line is, like, while he may have good intentions, the way that he went about achieving said ring was done in a very malicious way, yeah. and he's not really i think maybe deep down he wants to be a hero but he doesn't know how to be a hero yeah and it's just i don't know it's so good sam humphreys hats off to you good sir because this is so well written yeah absolutely i mean this is uh i was very happy reading this he's i mean this guy's a little crazy too so that is one thing yeah yeah he's a he's a there's even one panel here where he's sort of, I guess we'll get to it, but you can see it in the art, just sort of exaggerates it, how crazy he is. But yeah, Simon and Jessica are trying to figure out what's going on because we, we, I guess we didn't get a chance to talk about issue 10, but the guy basically stole the Phantom Ring from um, from the house. From from uh, uh, Rusty Guardian. Yeah, from Rusty the Guardian of the <laughs> Guardian of the Universe. Rusty Surfer the Guardian. <laughs> yeah, and uh, scared scared the living bejesus out of Simon's brother by sort of oh, like yeah. deforming his kid. And yeah, I mean, there's there's some. I, I will say again, the art was really nice. There's some like there's some parts in it even where. Okay, uh, I'm I'm jumping all over. There's like a question mark made out of the Green Lantern thing because Simon's confused. But I was interested to see how Jessica's ring was talking, like it, talking more human. And it's yes. Hang on, I'll scan for you now, buddy. Yeah, it was weird. And it's saying like bingo and stuff. And yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. I thought that was an cool. interesting take. Because yeah. even Simon's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! How the <laughs> hell did you did your ring just call you buddy? And yeah. she's like, yeah, you don't talk to your ring like it's like a friend. The more you talk to it, it's like it's like Siri. Okay, Siri gets <laughs> yes, to know you. Exactly. It's exact. It's the Green Lantern oh, Siri. But yeah, they start, the camera crew comes to because this kid say the guy the Phantom Ring guy saved a kid and his dog Pickles and the dad from some tornado that just really vanished quickly um and then yeah it's just sort of simon and jessica show up and they're like no you don't that you stole that ring and this weird sort of not weird but it's sort of this back and forth between this phantom ring gentleman and and our two green lanterns and this guy okay this frank leminski guy he's almost reminds me of a crazier booster gold 
Like he wants the glory. He's yeah. a he's a, he's a he's a glory hound. Yeah. He's being interviewed by the news, and he's always like, you know, oh, I save the day, and you know, things like that. He's he's very much a, sort of a glory hound, and uh, Simon and Jessica uh, end up looking like the bullies initially. Yeah. yeah, and then they sort of say, well, the the reporter says something about, oh, you know, Superman will vouch for them, and if he does, like, we'll we'll all know you were lying that you didn't really get this ring properly or whatever it may be. And this is where that panel is where you sort of see he starts laughing and his face is like through the artwork super exaggerated. So you can sort of see uh, it, it's probably just to show his craziness. Yeah, I would agree with that. But um, it, it kind of Joker-esque. Yeah, yeah. And he calls them out. I mean, it was he makes some valid points because, I mean, you know, Simon wasn't exactly the best person before he got his Green Lantern ring and I don't know. He took an unnecessary jab at Jessica, in my opinion. But anyway, uh, so what? She can't make a construct. So what, man? Like she's still out there. She's still doing whatever she can. I'd be like, I'll show you a construct. <laughs> now, did you notice Batman is appearing in every single yeah. book this week? Yeah. I just realized this. Like the more we discuss it, the more I'm like, Batman has made an appearance in every book we've gone over. Even so far a single this week. panel. You just got to show up. I guess that just shows, like, Superman's too good to come help out and come, you know, whatnot. But uh, Batman, by God, he'll he'll show up. Well, I don't think he showed up in Aquaman. I think that one was the one where he's like, I'm drawing the line at yeah, Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. I've, made enough, I've made enough appearances. <laughs> I'm not going yeah. to show up in Aquaman. Yeah. Maybe it was Dan, but, Dan Abnett just made this huge argument about why Batman shouldn't show up. Yeah, Dan Abnett dropped the mic, said no Batman. So anyway, moving on. Yeah, um, so this guy snaps when they mention like Hal Jordan, and if he if he knew if he was here and knew this was happening, he'd punch you really hard in the face. And the guy <laughs> loses it and turns into this what looked really awesome this like phantom phantom yeah. lantern, basically, I guess. He looked like Eternity. He had like, stars yeah, and stuff yeah. in him. and yeah, It was pretty cool looking. And then all of a sudden he started to fill with rage. Yeah. And he started to turn red. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, wait, I'm calm again. Like yeah, he's, he's very bipolar. Yeah. And he's having a couple episodes. Yeah. And um, then he goes back to turning into Rainbow Bright again. Yeah. And then... And then all of a sudden you hear Smeagol talk with the, yeah. it belongs to me, <laughs> my precious. <laughs> yeah, that's it's exactly mine. it. Yep. And, uh, well, he submitted to the, is it Avarice? Is that how you say yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure it makes me wonder how Larflees is going to feel about this. Yeah, I wonder if he'll show up and be like, what is this? Oh, What's he, going has, on? he has to. Larflees has to. Yeah. So it's Robson Roca who did the pencils. Great stuff there. Um, but yeah, I'm guessing this arc may even be like a, every issue he'll be a different a, lantern. A different. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. I could, Because he was a Green Lantern in this one. He's going to be Avarice in the next yeah. issue. Yeah. Um, 
And so then, he can yeah. still be, yeah. No, that would be amazing. I would love to see them go through all of them. Yeah. And if that's what they're doing, I'm actually kind of shocked that Avarice was the second one. Like, I wouldn't have expected that one to be yeah. your go-to. Uh, but they got to bring in Larflees, even as like a cameo. They yeah. gotta bring in Larflees yeah. for this. Yeah, uh, I, he's been he's been quiet, too quiet, too quiet. But yeah, great issue. Sam Humphreys just gets better and better. He's Agreed. just he's just writing better with each issue. I remember going back with issue one on this, and the first three or four issues, you and me were both like. We enjoy it, but it's kind of weird. It's yeah. whatever. It's kind of slow paced, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, he just hit the afterburners, and now yeah. it's just nonstop. Every issue is better than the last one. Yeah, basically. And it's yeah. I phenomenal. Mean, basically, after the first arc, when he sort of like progressed Simon and Jessica really well and sort of made them work together, it was just that's when it, it, it just he switched gears and you know took off Mm -hmm. so yeah um two more issues left we have two-thirds of the trinity yes we do which do you Uh, which do you fancy to talk about now either or i'm i I enjoyed both so i'm I'm good all right um let's we'll save batman for last since he's appearing in every issue we'll just Give him his own spotlight. Yeah, he is. Hell, he even appeared in yeah, Superman this issue, did. too. God damn it, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> what a glory hound. Yeah, he actually was like a pretty big part. I'm surprised um, he didn't just say, like, uh, in one of these books, he didn't just say, what's my superpower? Read every other book on the shelf. Then tell me what my superpower is. <laughs> He's the Connor McGregor of the DC <laughs> Universe. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, this is this is a pretty fun issue. We got like boot camp. Now this, I wouldn't say it didn't really progress no. the story, but I also wouldn't call it a filler issue because yeah. I feel like there's gonna be more. Um, but it is just a fun issue. In a nutshell, all it is is Batman and Superman, which once again. They don't really talk a whole lot about the animosity between the two, they, so I'm yeah. a little trying to figure out what the hell's going yeah, on by with the, that. By the end of it, they're like, you know, they're, I mean, throughout the whole thing, they're pretty buddy-buddy about it. Yeah, so I, I am a little confused, but uh, this issue basically is entirely John and Damien uh, being put through a series of tests from yeah. Superman and Batman on how to work together as a team when you don't want to work together as a team, basically. Yeah. Like how how do they work together? How do they get through it together? Yeah, um, et cetera. And that's really all the issue is. I like how the issue is called "World's Smallest," or maybe it's the the arc's name is "World's Smallest." Um, I will say Patrick Gleason's art was great as always. I really enjoy his artwork. Agreed. Um, but yeah, they just sort of have a, a bunch of tasks they have to go through, and of course, they don't work well together because Damien is Damien. So I mean, what can you do? But yeah, it's uh, it, it was a fun ride, and they got we got stuff like a Goliath who gets turned against them, and you know, Superboy's working his magic with his powers. Uh, now I don't recall who is Maya. 
She was in the Robin series in the New Fifty Two. Okay, I yeah. never, I never read that series. Yeah. See, some of these books, I feel like I should probably go back and reread so I have a better understanding of what's happening. Yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> Excuse me, in Rebirth, but because they said something about is she related to Robin? No, I don't think. I... Because they made it sound like they were brother and sister. Yeah, or something. I, I never I read the kind of whole... confused. Yeah, I never read the whole series. I read the first arc where she was introduced and pretty much gotcha. didn't read the rest of it all right well fair enough but yeah so she's helping out batman and superman yeah. in this there's a really cool panel where um they're sort of chasing a train or something and goliath is on it and they're on a motorcycle i love goliath yeah he's great just uh, yeah i think he's great for david it's a nice little addition to the family yes but they're on like a motorcycle and he just smashes right through it and you just see Damien, who's usually like the cool guy, face planting, whereas John is just sort of doing this sweet dive through the air. It's really cool. <laughs> but um, they they end up coming together. They end up working together. It just took uh, just the took, entire issue just, to make it happen. It just took Dad being in trouble, both of their pops being in trouble, for it to. Uh, Make yeah, it click Superman for was Superman was ready to to call it quits yeah. and uh, he's too soft. End it and yep. And then Batman's like, nope, I got another idea. Let's let's do this. And the the last couple pages were were pretty nice. Or there's also another part that I thought was pretty nice where they're sort of lying down on Goliath as he takes them home, I guess. And yeah, they're like, John's having the time of his life. Yeah, and. Um, they're like oh you want to split a granola bar it sort of reminded me <laughs> did you ever watch the office yes where um there was one part where andy and dwight andy's like you want half of my you want half of my chocolate bar and dwight takes the whole thing he's like no halvesies and he just eats it all by himself he's got the same thing here but yeah they're like oh our dads want us to be friends and dame's like that is the worst thing i've ever heard now, did you notice when when John was sitting there and he goes, you know, do you want to be like your dad? Oh, yeah. And you see John, he's like super wide-eyed because John looks up to Clark more than anything. Yeah. Like he wants to be Clark. And Damien, obviously, as we all know, has a very – he has a lot of animosity towards dad. Yeah. And so Damien has this look like, no, I I don't, I think secretly deep down he wants to yeah. be like his dad, but he'll never admit it. Whereas with John, he's like, he's and got it's a just smile. really cool how they yeah. did, yeah, it was just really cool kind of how they did that. And they're showing that they're very much like their fathers. Yeah. Well, even before that, Dam uh, John's like, Damien, do you think you want to grow up to be like your dad someday? Damien says, old. And John's like, no, good. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty nice because I mean John doesn't really know Batman, but he's just a he, you can yeah like you said you can tell the difference. John is just positive, hopeful, whereas Damien's just sort of putting on a putting on his mask. And yeah. I like the 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 unison the little whatever sound effect that is they make the little lip teeth smack or whatever it is. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then they're on their way home. There's a hurricane. I like that. Like, there's just 
something so cool like yeah uh, superman made a hurricane it sounds like you know it's not the biggest show of feet like power but there's like that panel of him blowing and you see like it just looks cool it's just uh yeah anyway there was one panel that i thought was off though they show like they show superman come in and he's like these boys really put you through the spin cycle didn't they goliath and it looks like he's got like it's probably just an art mix-up but he's got one eye open and the other one's closed I don't think I noticed that. But yeah. Um, oh. Anyway, uh <laughs> it's not the biggest deal. <laughs> but yeah, did, uh, yeah. Did you notice that okay, so you know like how Batman and Superman basically fake an attack on themselves yeah. in order to get the two to work together? Um one thing that I noticed in there he never Damien like John was like, Oh, it's our dads. We have to go save our dads. Yeah. Did you happen to catch what Damien said? I'm going to look for it now, but no, do tell Damien said not. It's it's got got our dad. Yeah. Damien could care less about Bruce. Damien said it's got Alfred. Yeah. It's up to us to save him. Yeah. So it just goes to show that, I think Damien looks at Alfred as more of a father figure than than he definitely does Bruce. Well, was it last issue where I think Damien celebrated his birthday with only Alfred? Yep, yep. So, I mean... Maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. But I did find that a little interesting that he didn't care that Bruce was in trouble. He cared Alfred was in trouble and it's also kind of symbolic too because alfred very much was a father figure to batman to bruce growing up and now he's once again being a father figure to damien yeah because bruce isn't there in a different sense than obviously his dad couldn't be there because he was dead (laughs) but you know he's not there for damien so i i find that interesting yeah yeah, it's sort of following that same pattern where, you know, even though Bruce is alive, even though his dad was dead, he still knew his dad was a good person because you know, he's a doctor and all this stuff. Yeah. So Damien's sort of in the same boat, even though his dad's alive. But they're announced as the Super Sons. And who did the announcement? Alfred, of course. I'm telling you. Alfred's a man. I don't doubt it at all. He is. He is great. I love Alfred. I think it, Alfred announces them as the Super Sons. But yeah, they have uh nice old I guess they're getting ready for Christmas at the end of the issue here. And Bruce is wearing eyeliner. Yeah, very weird. <laughs> and Clark is just he's taking it all the way with the whole the whole Smallville look. Oh, yeah. Well, it's Hamilton now. But yeah, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's uh very much very much <laughs> so. It's great how they're like I guess they are bonding in this book, but in another one they won't be as happy. Yeah, I I see it just furthers your point about the whole animosity aspect of it. I like how John John and Damon end up fighting just because yeah, <laughs> John said I'm much much taller. <laughs> Yeah, they're arguing over a Christmas tree and who gets to chop it down. And Damien's coming at him with an axe saying, I'll have your head, or I'll have your miserable mutated head, alien. 
and John's coming at him with a with a handsaw. <laughs> Come and get it, twerpzilla. Oh my god. <laughs> and then you have Batman who forgot to wash off his black eyeliner when he took off the cowl. Yeah. And uh Superman, they're both like, oh, seriously, again. <laughs> now, next issue, it says, is titled, Frankenstein Lives. I'm interested to see what that means. Yeah. Yep. Is it is it going to be like a Frankenstein-type story? Is it going to be Frankenstein... Um, uh, b- 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 agent of uh, what is it? Shade. A- Shade. Yeah. yeah. Um. I'm. I guess we'll have to find out. It's. So, I don't know. I'm interested. In, uh, but it's a Superman book, yeah. which is kind of what throws me for a loop de loop. I mean, we get this. Um, we get this book as a, you know, in our review bundle. But man, is it hard for me not to want to. I don't know. It just it's hard for me not to want to pick up the physical copy as well, just because it's so it's something I'd want to reread one day. But yeah, the super well, maybe one of these days, sir, they'll have an omnibus. Well, that's what I'm that's what I'm (laughs) saying. I mean, the problem is, uh, Tomasi and and Gleason did Batman and Robin in the New Fifty Two, which was like forty four issues or something, and there's been no word of an omnibus anywhere so it makes me a little worried i'm telling you man the stress is no good well look how many years it took for some of these other classic it is true uh you know batman stories to get it is true absolute editions or omnibuses or I whatever mean, yeah uh, to be honest, unless your name is Jeff Johns, you are not getting That's an true. omnibus anytime soon. Even, like, yeah, even Grant Morrison's Batman doesn't have an omnibus. It's insane. Yeah, and Grant Morrison's Animal Man that came out what two years ago? Oh no, that was a uh, a year ago. The the actual omnibus itself. Yeah, yeah, oh. the omnibus, not the story. The omnibus. I don't know. It came out like a year or two ago. It was. It hasn't been out very long. I know it sold out. It was a little print run, but yeah, it was um, 2013. So yeah, yeah. Not, so it's yeah. only been out a couple of a few years, yeah. but that story was written what mid 90s, 20 years ago. Yeah. So uh, I mean, they've had it's true. Omnibuses started becoming a thing. What ten years ago or so is when they yeah. kind of started becoming more popular. But like the new Fifty Two Flash run is getting an omnibus so i mean uh, we'll see how it goes either way whatever but happens didn't jeff happens. johns do a oh, lot no. of the writing on that no it was brian bucciolato i'm sure i butchered that and francis manipool oh yeah i need to go back and read those yeah it's it's pretty good stuff got some when is that one coming out by the way because i'm gonna add that to my wish list i think it may have come out in stores already but amazon releases oh. it next week oh so it's coming out it's well then let <laughs> me take a look at one of my favorite websites here sometimes in stock yeah they gotta they gotta think about that name yeah because i've now ordered a handful of books that uh were supposed to be in stock and uh they're i go to order them and i don't get anything so yeah. a week goes by and i go hey folks What's with your inventory? What, what's what's going on? Where's my book? Oh, we're sorry. It's sold out. Oh, man, they have it. You're right. The Flash Omnibus, Francis Manipool and Brian Bucciolato. Yeah. Bucciolato? Bucciolato? Um, 
Ooh, damn! Cover price is a hundred bucks. Yeah, that's not what I would pay for it. <laughs> I'm paying like thirty for mine. It's crazy. Really? Yeah, I I ordered it. I think two years ago, when they first put serious? it for pre-order, when it was first put out for pre-order, and it was thirty-five dollars back then as the pre-order price, and it's gone up now. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, it's forty-nine ninety-nine on in stock. Yeah. 709 pages. Yeah. You get issues 0 through 25 plus issue 23.2. Yeah, which is like one of those villains. I don't know what villain it was, but you know, when they had like Villains Month or whatever it was. That's what that Sir, is. Sir, why didn't you tell me this was coming out? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did. Uh, no, <laughs> no. When we were discussing omnibuses, that one never no, came up. I, I think I. Uh, I probably would have forsaken the brightest day omnibus for this one. Uh, this one's not going to be out of stock for a while. That's true. I mean, um, if if they <laughs> if they run out of stock, yeah. Well, it's not going to be out of print for a long time. Anyway, yeah, whether they have stock, stock, whether they have it in yeah, stock or not, that's another story. Yeah. yeah. That's another story. All right. Well, let's wrap this baby up na, na, with na, Batman na, na, number na, 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 eleven. Yep. So Batman number so, eleven. So Tom King, the man, the myth, the legend, TK. Wow. Um, we're he's bringing in Bane. We still haven't gotten. I think a hundred percent. Bane issues into the arc. We're not even. Yeah. He's not even clothed. Yeah, he's we're not. Although nude. the covers, the covers suggest otherwise. Which that's an awesome cover. It, it, by the yeah, way. it's a great cover. I love that cover. And um, um, I guess so. Yeah, I'm wondering what's gonna happen with this whole Catwoman thing because it's got to be some kind of a ruse. There's no way there's 237 murders on her, on her. I don't know conscience her the only thing i can think of is that there was like an explosion or something yeah. somewhere and, and she's she's, yeah. she's partly responsible for the deaths of 237 people I also, that's the only thing that i can think of yeah i also noticed there i don't remember when this started but i guess batman's under cape is purple now i know it's a i'm sure it's just a lighting but i've noticed in it a lot of books whenever there is sort of like a a question of lighting on Batman's cape and or any sort of color on it, it is purple at times. Which I'm okay with. It, yeah, I think it looks solid. I like... I love the color purple. Um, so. I will say Punchy and whatever the girl's name is, they annoy the shit out of me, which I'm sure... Sh- oh, uh, is Julie or Jubil- Jubilee. Yeah, Julie, which is... Whatever the hell her name yeah, is. Yeah, Julie Booley, Sweetie. It's a knockoff of... It's like a... Poor, super duper poor man joker <laughs> slash harley yeah. i mean it's supposed to be the point so it makes sense but damn do they piss me off yeah they're just more annoying than anything and i love okay is it just me or do you love the ventriloquist as a character he's now, very interesting like now just the psychology yeah. of the character yeah. the ventriloquist because when it's just wesker and Scarface isn't around, he swears, still to this day, Catwoman even tried getting him to crack. Yeah. And he won it. He swears up and down 
that he's a nice guy and Scarface is a real living doll and makes him do bad things. It's like, um, I don't know if you've watched Trailer Park Boys. No? No. Okay. There's like, one of the characters has a hand puppet named Conky and it's kind of the same deal where he becomes, you know, it's sort of, it's pretty much the exact same thing, but yeah, I mean, it's, it was really interesting. I thought the whole dialogue with them sort of jumping over this really intricate sewer thing, uh, was really well written. Yes, extremely well. And the way that it's drawn too, you just, you feel sorry for Wesker. Well, yeah. Because you're like, is he telling the truth? Because if so, you feel absolutely horrible for him. Yeah, and I I like how the art sort of reflects the whole, it's sort of like being in his brain as they have this conversation because it's all over the place and you don't really know what's, you know, left or right because he's clearly not... uh, not normal up there but yeah i've always liked him ever since no man's land yes scarface and the ventriloquist was just a villain that i wanted to see more of such an interesting character i absolutely i love him he's just so good (laughs) his hair is kooky as well a little bit a little bit but yeah they're they're basically going to find the psycho pirate while bronze tiger punchy and julie bully are supposed to sort of distract Bane. But I don't yeah. know what's going on with Catwoman. She's... Okay. She... Once again, folks, spoilers if you're still listening. Oh, yeah. Uh, she screws everybody. Yeah. And... Wow. Everybody knows, like, the history she has with Batman. You know, the love-hate, blah, 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 too. And so the fact that she screwed him the way that she just did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's got to turn back around in the next issue or something. I don't know. I mean, I've got... And she... What she does to Punchy and and Julie Bully just... Oh, just rips out their throats. Literally just rips out their throats. Crazy. Like, you can see the blood gushing out of Julie Bully's neck as she just grabs her throat. It's insane. But she just wants to get out. You know, she doesn't want to go back to uh, Arkham and she just needs to escape. I don't know. I'm I'm wondering what's up with Catwoman. Like next issue will be interesting. They made her vicious. Now, Batman number five is still gonna be my favorite issue so far. But I will say Batman issue eleven is my second. Like I really, really, really enjoyed yeah this issue yeah um so still happy i will say i'm enjoying detective comics more but what yeah i just am that last issue was i i did enjoy it more than this one but we'll see where it goes i'm not saying this is i mean it's sort of like it's sort of like a coke and pepsi thing you know versus uh yes versus you know what i'm not you know you know what i'm not enjoying what's that all-star batman yeah i can't i can't do it hey i think it's almost get it's almost getting to the point where i'm not i'm just gonna quit reading it i think the next issue is no more john romita jr so it's not even this i mean the art has a part yeah but it's just even the stories are just not doing it 
I'm nope. just no. I'm not good I, enough. Nope, I'm not enjoying it. But that's also coming from someone that didn't really enjoy Scott Snyder's Batman run to begin with. I've never really been a big fan of. His. I did enjoy his uh, uh, witches series. That was really good. And ch- I do want to go back and read. Uh, was it American Vampire? American Vampire. I was about to say is awesome. Yeah, it seems like his horror stuff. Yeah. Much better. As as great. Um, So it's not that I think he's a bad writer. I just don't enjoy his Batman Batman at all. But anyway, uh, moving on. So you have Bane sitting. What is it? Are those supposed to be skulls? Piles of dolls? What the hell are those? I assume they were skulls and not dolls now that you mention it. Damn it, Tap. He's a doll enthusiast. Maybe he's got Scarface there. Well, because there's like a couple spots that look like they might be bones. Yeah. But then he's. But then it, it looks like they're like doll heads. Because no, wait, how is he gonna have that many skulls just fucking laying around? Well, he just like took over this prison, didn't he? So you never know. Maybe they're. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That just that's a lot of skulls to have, and uh, we'll see. I guess. But, yeah. Um. But yeah. So Bane. Is still shirtless, maskless, no venom pumping through his veins yet. Um, so I, he has no pupils though. Um, but I am interested to see where this goes because I do love Bane um, as a villain. Yeah, and I'm enjoying Tom King's writing, and Bane is a master strategist. Yeah, m- you know type thing. So I'm interested to see how he how he writes Bane. You know, he's not going to write him as a dumb brute. Like I am curious to see how he how he writes him. So. Now, was it you who you saw huh. I'm wondering what the arc is after this one if that's been It just says the bat breaks. Well, so what is that? I mean? mean in like 3 or 4 issues. I'm wondering what's going to happen with Batman now cuz didn't you see like the covers or something and it yeah i mean you can you like cheat and you looked at the covers and yeah well you can then again the covers can be you know misleading too so yeah you can see the solicits up till january now and i mean in january we're gonna have like justice league versus suicide squad to talk about what looks like every week yep but let me just yeah, I'm I'm still happy. I hope Tom Tom King keeps it going. Another omnibus right there. Hopefully a, a Nightwing Tim Seeley omnibus one day. Um just sort of uh, you know, I like the, how fast these numbers are rolling in as well because it means uh the higher these numbers go, the better chance of them putting a nice big collection out for us collectioners. Yes. Justice League Power Rangers. That'll be a fun one. All right. This is not what I expected. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to more. And Are you looking at the covers? I just want to know what the at least the name of the next arc is. Is it like is it going to be a 12-issue Bane story kind of thing? Or is it going to be like... That a, would be awesome. Because, I mean, you can't just do six issues with Bane. Come on. That's yeah, not enough. Especially... Especially with the whole Catwoman tie-in now, because there's obviously some some stuff going on with Catwoman. Because now she did not just kill 237 people; she's yeah. now up to 239. Ooh, that's right. 
Oh man. What? Batman Don't spoil it, what? Batman number fifteen. The issue is called Streets and Swamps. Swamp Thing comes to Gotham City. With, Seriously? Yeah, I'm so excited. That's and that's right after the I Am Suicide epilogue. So we'll see we'll see what happens. And art is gonna be done by Mitch Gerrads, who's been doing uh Sheriff of Babylon. Very excited mm-hmm. about that. That'll be good stuff. But anyway, we've been dragging on for a long time. I thought we were going to r- renovate and restructure the show, but we've gone on longer than we usually do. But that's okay, because we're discussing. We're actually diving in yes. and discussing these books. Yeah. Rather than, I enjoyed it, I hated it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So. Um, and we'll just keep getting better and better with it, I, I imagine. Yes. But overall fantastic week make sure you guys are going out buying up the comics showing the love just don't buy harley quinn yep. kidding i, I guess mean, if you if enjoy it buy it if it's your cup of tea don't put your bag on my face <laughs> all right folks <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna call it a week for your readers. your tea bag yeah, i don't need is. your tea bag on my face <laughs> neck or chest coughing up a storm all right folks well anyways we will see you again next week the power is yours you say classy internet